You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is episode 69 of Leading and Learning, and I'm so happy you're with us today. In this episode and in the next episode, we're going to be talking about the important subject of small groups in the local church. And and today we're going to be talking about uh, the importance of small groups. Why are they important to a local church? And I'll be up front with you. I don't know of any successful church that operates without some type of small groups program. Now, I realize they may call them different things. They may call them connect groups or discipleship groups. Um, Some people call them life groups or family groups. Um, I've even seen in, in some traditional churches where the Sunday school program actually functions as their small group program. So whatever you call them, it doesn't matter. The importance is that we have some type of of small group program where people are able to meet together weekly, bi-weekly, and and do life together. And so so in this episode, we're going to be talking about why um, having a, a good small groups program is important for your church. What's the purpose for it? Well, I think, first of all, we want to understand that that we are called to work with Jesus to build the church. He said, I will build my church. And and before he left, he entrusted his ministry of of disciples. He said, "Go, go and make disciples of all nations. And that's what we're called to do. And so I think really um, the, the first reason that um, small groups are so important is they help us fulfill the Great Commission. Jesus said, go and make disciples. And discipleship is such a, a great result um, of having a, a successful small groups program. You know, every church does discipleship a little bit differently. Um, but, you know, our goal as Christian leaders, as pastors, as, as ministers of the gospel, as other leaders in the church, our goal is to take people on the journey of discipleship. What does it mean to follow Jesus? It's not enough that people walk through the doors of our church and, and raise their hand or come down to the front when we give an invitation and pray a prayer and then get baptized and then just you know sit, on, sit in a pew or sit on a chair for um, you know, some number of years. No, no, we want to take this person on a journey of what it means to follow Jesus. We want to disciple them. And small groups are an excellent way to take people on this journey of following Jesus. Because it's in the small group that they see what Christianity really looks like up close. Um, It's modeled in the life of the other members of the small group. It's there that they're able to um, uh, be taught, 
Um, you know, most small groups have some type of Bible teaching or or some type of teaching that that helps people to grow in their Christian life. So so there's some type. Maybe it's a Bible study. You know, uh, my wife Annie and I for many many years have have led um, connect groups or small groups, and um, you know it's just been a something that we've done. It's been a real joy of ours to to work with people and and, and disciple people. And and you know there was one particular year that we 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 committed to working through the entire Sermon on the Mount. Now it's only three chapters, but we spent an entire year going through it. And and you know we weren't spending hours every week. It was during the the, the Connect group we'd spend you know maybe thirty minutes um, in teaching and in discussion and, and letting people interact with the text and talking about it. But you know I still get feedback from people who talk about some of the Bible studies that we did in our Connect group and how much they meant to them and how much they helped them to get grounded in their faith. So, you know, this is just one example of discipleship, but um, but that's what we want to do in our Connect groups. We want to disciple people. We want to help them understand what it means to follow Jesus. So discipleship is 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 one of the the, the reasons that small groups are so important. A second reason that small groups are so important to the life of a church is they provide pastoral care. Now, I know in the past, the pastor did everything. He's the guy who visited the hospital. He's the guy who came and prayed for you when you were sick. He's the guy that you came and talked to when you had a problem. But, you know, more and more, this model has shifted. And you know, in, in C3 Church, we really believe in, in, in pushing pastoral responsibility down to lower levels. We want to give um, our leaders um, the, 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 the opportunity to pastor the people in their connect groups. Because really, it's in the small groups, it's in the connect groups where people are cared for and looked after. As the church gets bigger, I mean, it's sad to say, but it's reality. The pastor's not going to know everybody. The pastor's not going to know what's going on in everybody's lives. Now, of course, as leaders, we want to let the pastors know what's going on, the bigger situations, the, the families that are in crisis, the marriages that are in crisis. We want the pastor to know. But the reality is the pastor's not going to be able, the senior pastor's not going to be able to interact in every single situation. But the Connect leaders can. The Connect leaders and the members of the Connect group can be there to provide pastoral care when, when one of their members is um, going through a financial crisis, when one of the members is going through a health crisis. Um, I can remember a number of years ago, my wife had to have back surgery, and it was our Connect group that looked out for us. They brought meals. They came and sat with my wife when, when she was recovering, and I had to go to work. Um, they were our family. They looked after us. They were the, the church. And it's not that other people in the church didn't help as well, but it was the connect group that we were involved in, the one that we were leading, actually, that, where the people came in and provided the ministry that we needed. So this pastoral care in, in a smaller setting is so important because, you know, um, in, in, in a church service, there's often not an opportunity for somebody to share what's really going on in their life. But in a connect setting, in a, in, a, in, a, in a small group setting, people will have the opportunity maybe to open up and share 
um, struggles that they're going through, um, issues that they're dealing with, and receive prayer and ministry from those in the group. You know, the really the group becomes a family, um, and you know families take care of each other. So the group members look after each other. So pastoral care is one of the primary uh, reasons that we have small groups. We mentioned discipleship. We mentioned pastoral care. And, and then there's a third uh, really important purpose for, for small groups, and that's for developing leaders. People develop their leadership skills, their spiritual gifts, so many other things in a small group setting. You know, again, in a church service, there's not always opportunities for, for everybody in our church to, to develop their gifts. But in a small group setting, somebody that, that might like an opportunity to teach or to, to share something from the Bible, well, this is an opportunity for them to learn how to do that and to get some practice. Um, it's an opportunity for people to practice praying for each other. You know, this can be awkward um, the first time you pray for somebody. And, and sometimes people are even embarrassed to do it. But in a small group setting with people that you're comfortable with, people have an opportunity to train and to develop their gifts. Faithfulness, spiritual maturity, being teachable, um, family life. Um, these are things that people can develop and see and practice in a, in a small group. Um, so we want to give people an opportunity to develop their leadership skills. And, and, you know, as a small group leader, as a connect leader, we're always on the lookout for other people that could lead a group and lead in other ways. And what better place to develop a leader than in a connect group? And, you know, as, as, a, as a leader and as a pastor in the church, um, there is no greater joy than seeing somebody that you've invested six months, a year, two years in, and, and helping people, helping these people to grow, and then see them step out and begin to lead their, a, a group of their own. Um, there's, there's nothing more rewarding than to see these people step up and say, you know what, I, I'll do it. I'll, I can lead a group of people and, and, and to, to have a connect group of their own. It's so exciting to see that. And, you know, really that's what it's about because our goal as leaders is always to multiply ourselves. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not that hard to lead other people, um, but to create other leaders, that's a whole different thing. And as leaders, that's really what we want to be. We don't want to just be leading people. We also want to be creating other followers. So, so these are just a few of the reasons why small groups are so important. Discipleship, um, they are the primary means of discipleship in the local church. Um, and that doesn't mean that there aren't other discipleship opportunities. You know, you might have some special classes and stuff, but, but they're, they're, they're important for, for discipleship. Pastoral care, this is where most of the pastoral care is going to take place. And for a pastor, what a relief. Your small group leaders are stepping up and doing most of the pastoral ministry. Now, of course, if there's a serious situation, it's going to get passed up the line to somebody um, with maybe a little bit more experience or a little bit more skill in dealing with a more serious marriage situation or some other you know bigger crisis. But most pastoral ministry can be dealt with at the small group level. And then the leadership development. 
We're always looking to develop other leaders. And the small groups are such a great place to do this. The small group leader provides opportunities for people, for other people, to grow and develop in their gifts, in their talents, and in their their Christian life. And it's these things, discipleship, pastoral care, and leadership development, that are going to build the church. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear your small group experience. Are you in a small group in your local church? Do you lead one? How do you do it? I'd love to know. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about what are the qualifications to lead a group and what are what are some best practices for leading small groups. Now, I realize there's a lot of different ways to do it, but I'm going to share some of the best practices that we've found over the years and some things that are going to um, help you have a successful groups, successful small groups program in your church. this week's resource highlight. Leading into the 21st century and beyond is my book on leadership. And it's really a lifetime compilation of things that I've learned as a leader. And remember, I've, I've been a leader in the church. I've been a pastor for many years. But also I was a, a police officer and, and I rose to, to the rank of lieutenant and, and, and managed people there and, and had been involved in other leadership opportunities. And so uh, leading into the 21st century and beyond is really a, a compilation of leadership lessons that I've learned over my life. And I know it's going to be helpful to you. So check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes. But also there's a, a bonus resource highlight this week, and that's the book Wiki Church by Pastor Steve Morell. Um, this is absolutely one of the most brilliant books on church leadership that I've ever read. I highly recommend it. Uh, Wiki Church especially talks about this important um, area of small groups that we're highlighting in this episode and then in the next episode. And um, uh, Pastor Morell provides some incredible insight on what works and what doesn't work in creating a, a small groups program that's going to help you take your church to the next level. Well, as we close, <coughs> excuse me, can I ask for just a small favor? Would you go to davidspell.com and subscribe to my mailing list? I send out three blog posts a week, and subscribing will ensure that you don't miss a single issue. And subscribers get my monthly subscribers-only newsletter that I know you don't want to miss. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion. Oh,